Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy, uh, the coziest gaming room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we are coming back at you with another episode. Corey, yep. who even knows what number we, we're on in, anymore? We're just rolling. We're I lost just track weeks ago. But. I know, yeah. Ever since we stopped saying it, I just, they, they show up, it tells me what episode it is, and I just trust it. Yeah, no, I mean, we, I mean, episode, whatever the year mark is, whatever 52 is, that'll be a big one. But technically, it would have happened like three or four weeks before then. So, yeah. Who even knows? Yeah. Who, who even knows? Corey, how's your week been? It's been a good week, a, a normal week. Uh, f- um, I mean, I was back at work the week before, but it's nice now being back and kind of just getting back to the swing of things. Um, been, a, been a very good week trying to think of anything really big or major happen i don't think so the premier okay. league season's over for soccer so now my saturday and sunday mornings are very wide open which my wife very is thankful nice. for because now we can do other things you know what like normal people yeah. instead of me being up at 7 30 a.m being like no, i'm busy i'm sorry yeah, yeah. Um, well it's kind of like whenever i mean i played sports as a kid um, I haven't had a child who's in sports, but that's one of the things that, you know, I, not that I don't look forward to, like if, if my daughter, if, you know, we have more children and they're really into sports, then, you know, by all means, but, um, yeah, that kind of like, that's, I know people who are like, yeah, our daughter plays uh, volleyball Monday and Wednesday, they have like practice in a game. And then like our son's playing baseball Tuesday and Thursday. And then on like Friday, a lot of times they'll have like a tournament. So then we're out of town. And it's like, this sounds like, that sounds like a lot. Nightmare. Yeah. yeah. It no, sounds no. like the worst life I could be living. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I just really enjoyed my cup of coffee and a nice little <laughs> soccer game on a Saturday or Sunday morning. It, it honestly, it's just very soothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I'm trying to think. We played lots of games this week. Um, nice. Lots of thoughts on a lot of things. And um, yeah, it's, it's been great. It's been very, very good. I'm halfway through the Wheel of Time series. I'm on book seven. Now oh my goodness. Of, you. you know, technically 15, but 14. Uh, I'll, I should have read the prequel ahead of time. Uh, okay. But I, I read some people were like, read it afterwards because it offers better like clarity with everything. Okay. I'm like, well, nice. okay, cool, cool, cool. I can do that. Um, so question, gonna, question for you, Corey. How do you how do you find find the time to be such an avid gamer and a reader? Because I, I feel like on, I cannot. I feel like it takes me forever to get through books nowadays. It is. Uh, I just read on my lunch breaks. Um, okay. Yeah. And so I work. And so, well, and so at work, I get um, two 15 minute breaks and an hour long lunch. Altogether, uh, realistically, I probably do 30 minute breaks and an hour and like 15 minute, hour, 20 minute lunch. So I normally okay. grind out anywhere from, I'd say about six chapters a day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which roughly turns it into like 120 like ish pages. So, okay. Yeah, and that across I, a week is you know about a little over six hundred. Yeah, that's so. actually pretty good. Yeah, I think that's my core thing is I just need to be a little bit more disciplined with it because there was a period. I mean, I used to read a ton, but even I mean, as I got busier and everything, I did go through a period where I was like making it a point to read right before bed. Yeah, and I was like getting through um, some pretty big books like that way, um, and then I just kind of 
drift. Like I was doing that pretty regularly for a long time and then just kind of drifted away and haven't done it as much anymore. Um, but yeah, I need to get back into it. I need to do yeah. that. I need to read more. Um, which speaking of like, I mean, this, the, a, a game that I'm going to be, that I want to talk about today, a lot of reading, a lot of reading Corey. And it has, um, it really inspired me to like, want to be reading more. And find nice. right well, there, there we go. Um, yeah, <laughs> there it is. So we're going to talk about that. Um, but yeah, Corey, we're um, I have I f- I finished a couple of big games yes, this you week. Have. Yes, um, you have. We're going to talk about that, and then uh, anything else that you have any Elden Ring updates, and then after the break today, um, anybody who's been waiting just uh, breathlessly, just As eagerly, know wanting, they all have been. Yeah, um, Triangle Strategy. I finished it uh, a little while back. Corey, you just finished it within the last week or two. Um, uh, yeah, about in the last two weeks. And so, yep. like, during at the end of France on the flight back, I wrapped very it. Nice. So, at the end of France sounds very ominous. Um, the end of France, but um, yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we're we're gonna have kind of a big spoilery discussion um, afterward because um, I had I had some pretty. I mean, even you and I haven't shared like a ton of extensive thoughts. No, about, it wasn't on the flight. Um, it was like the, the day after. Stuff. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I was like, that is. Yeah, I mean, because right. there's stuff even beyond just like the end end that's worth talking about mm-hmm. and kind of unpacking. So we're gonna do that. So if you're um, you know, if you've been playing Triangle Strategy and you don't want to be spoiled on some of that, then, you know, check out at the break. But uh, if you don't care or you want to hear our opinions on it, then stick around because you're going to get a bunch of them. Um, but yeah, Corey, are you ready? Um, do you want me to do you, do you want me to talk about? Talk about my stuff. First. Yeah, lead, you lead off, Chris. You All you right. have you got two big games that you have finished that I want to hear about because yeah. I am debating playing one of them. Okay, um, um, Xenoblade Chronicles. That one. That's the one. No, you're, not not you're that. thinking. <laughs> um, it's enough yeah, for me, so dog. I, I finished Xenoblade Chronicles this week. I think last week, whenever we spoke, I was close-ish but i mean it's hard to tell with games like that and i mean truthfully like that end part was like a lot of stuff just kind of coming at you over and over um finish the blade chronicles um legitimately i mean and i mentioned this before but like legitimately despite not being super into xenoblade chronicles 2 came away from xenoblade chronicles 1 being generally positive. Like I think it's by and large, like I think the story, the overall kind of like conflict of things is really interesting and really compelling and legitimately like that combined with the, like the world itself is really compelling because it is like Xenoblade Chronicles one, at least, I mean, you're set, the entire world is set on the, backs or on the insides or on the foot of these massive titans that essentially fell dormant and were locked in this like eternal struggle. Um, Interesting. And so like you're traveling across a field that's called like Bionis's knee or you're up Hmm. here and you're trying to get to this tower that's at like the helm of Bionis or, you know, whatever it is. Um, 
you know, there's this big battlefield called like Sword Valley that is His on the surface of the sword that's like impaled in from one Titan to the other one. Like hmm. it's stuff like that. Like there, there, it's a, there are a lot of really interesting like world building, building elements and things like that. Um, my, my thing always has been like, it has the structure, the first one and the second one have the structure of them being like an MMO. So like oh, the combat's very okay. similar to it. It's very, just like you're, it's very open. You're running place to place. And it's kind of this implied thing that you're picking up a bunch of side quests and you're getting into all these nooks and crannies. Um, the downside being it's very like the world is kind of sparse and not okay. a lot of stuff is happening. It's just kind of like you're traveling across this big field and you'll find monsters and stuff, but it's not like you're finding a bunch of like cool stuff that's happening. It's just, right. you're kind of just traveling from place to place. Um, and that, that honestly is kind of the big downside with it by and large is like, I think there's this supposed incentivization that you're supposed to like want to go through and like interact with all these townspeople and find all these things. But like, all of the side quests are just fetch quests. It's all just give me five of these, do like kill three of these, like whatever. And there's no like, there are no compelling like story reasons for why you would want to do it. And also too, I mean, even from a gameplay perspective, there's not a whole lot either because most of the side quests don't even net you like any experience. So it's not like you can go through them. Most of them just give you money, if anything. Um, so it's not like you can go through them and grind your way up or anything like that. It's very like, there isn't a whole lot of incentive. So it does kind of feel like you're in this big open world, just kind of going from main point to main point. And it does feel like almost kind of like a waste of space at times. Um, and that's always been kind of like my biggest bummer with the games is like, I feel like there should be a lot more and maybe with like Xenoblade Chronicles three, there will be, there'll be a lot like more like it'll be a little denser. It'll be a lot more stuff going on. And if that's the case, honestly, I could get really into it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, I totally like, I know I've mentioned to you before, like my not loving Xenoblade Chronicles too. Yeah. And like, I think just a bit, and it's not that I don't like it. It's just, I, I played it for about 25, 30 hours. Um, and never once felt super into it also never like felt like I disliked it but ended up getting to a point where I was like I set it down and just could not muster the like motivation to pick it back up again and so I just never did um because it was I was looking at it and I was like okay I mean this is gonna be like another 50 hours do I want to just be lukewarm playing this thing for another 50 yeah. hours um but I, you know, honestly, like I do feel like had I played Xenoblade Chronicles one before two, I may have enjoyed two more. And there was a little bit of me that was a little bit tempted to try and go back to two again, just to see like right. if anything changed because, um, Xenoblade two, like one of the big things with me was like Xenoblade two really seemed obtuse, like in its combat and just in some of the systems, they were so much happening and layered on top of it like it felt very difficult to come up with any sort of like coherent strategy for how okay. to like navigate fights and how to play and whatever um and one has less of that 
So I feel like if I had a little bit more of that baseline going into two, I may have been able to like focus some of my learning on some of the like newer elements rather than trying to parse everything at once. Um, that being said, also at the same time, I mean, it's not like Xenoblade Chronicles 1's combat's anything phenomenal. Like it's, it has the, you know, you have this character who does a lot of debuffs and this character who like is supposed to be like this really intricate magic user. But by and large, like the best strategy is just to pick like the three heaviest people with the biggest health pools and then just burn everybody down. Like that's, yeah, that's just kind of like the, the thing because it's like, Oh, you don't need to put these people to sleep or cast a chill debuff or whatever, just kill them faster. And that's viable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's and it's a little too so, simple. Yeah. I mean, and, and obviously like I'm in the minority with it. I mean, there are plenty of people who are like, this is their thing. And had I played it back on the Wii, had I, you know, I was in high school, played it on the Wii, right. like could have, could have been really into it just because like, you know, there are, stuff at the time like it it could have been a very like innovative feeling sort of experience at the time um but now not as much now just wasn't as into it um and you know hopefully i do hope the xenoblade chronicles 3 hits with me a little bit more just because like again i think the world is really compelling i think the story that they're telling is really unique um, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is supposed to have like a connection with all of these. Okay. It's supposed to have a connection because Xenoblade 1 and 2 are not clearly connected. Um, like they're very, they're set in very different, basically like different worlds. So it's, so the fact that like Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is supposed to connect them and be almost like a pseudo sequel to all of it, like is interesting. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I would say like, you know, we joke at the top, like I would say legitimately, like if you're into JRPGs, Corey, I mean, I am check it out worth, worth checking out because like, I do think, you know, voice acting, um, we'll get into it later with triangle strategy, I'm sure. And we've talked about <laughs> past triangle strategy, horrific voice acting, yeah, um, Xenoblade Chronicles, booty. good voice acting, I would okay. say compelling, like interesting story. Good. Um, you know, it's just that gameplay. It's that combat. It's, you know, it's not really my style so much. Um, so that's the thing that's hasn't really done it for me, but I'm glad that I played it through. I think me being like a JRPG fanboy, like I, if I never played the original Xenoblade Chronicles, then I would feel bad. Even if I had all of these like preconceived notions for, are you trying to tell me something? Well, I mean, it's up to you. Like, I'm not going to make you feel guilty for not doing something, but But I'm saying (laughs) for for me myself, like, I mean, I, you know, there, it's some of those games that just feel like I have to play this at some point. Like, I just have to require, I have to have this experience, right? Right. You, you want to have this experience. You want to be able to kind of like round out your, um, Ran out your knowledge of it. So um glad I played it. TLDR, glad I played it. Um liked it more than two. Still not in love with it. Um, but you know, is what it is. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Fits nice. well on the Switch. It's a it's a good, you know, there are there are plenty of times where running across open fields and doing nothing is great for whenever you're just sitting there watching TV. Glad that I don't have to do that all the time on my TV. 
I mean, I do enjoy a good running across the field game while I'm watching TV. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but we, we, we will see. I will take your recommendation into consideration and get back to you on this in the next uh, 30 to 40 business days. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, the the game that I am excited to talk about that this is what I wasn't I want to hear about. Yeah. So I after I finished Xenoblade, um, I wanted something shorter and still do. I don't think I'm going to jump into anything too big now. Um, but I ended up picking up Citizen Sleeper, um, which yes, I had yes. heard about. Um, you said you had heard about like mm-hmm. I it's been this kind of like rumbling of some people being like, oh, it's my game of the year. Like it, it yeah, beats people out people are raving about it. Yeah. Um, so for anyone who is not aware of what Citizen Sleeper is, because I think it's even like I wasn't entirely sure how it played whenever I started it. And even as I was playing it, I wasn't like fully aware <laughs> of what of what was going on right at first. Um, but it's like the entire concept of the name or of the game is in the name. You play as a sleeper who is effectively like a robot with the consciousness it, you're like a copy of a consciousness mm-hmm. of like a person who sold a debt to this big like mega corporation and so like you have memories effectively of like being this human person or you have like yeah. glimpses of it or you have like memories of being like a previous sleeper or something but at the end of the day like you are you're a copy like you were just printed on this thing you're owned by this big mega corporation and your entire job is to pay off this debt um and at the beginning of the game you wake up having like escaped the servitude to this like um not not derelict but just this kind of like declining uh kind of like base of operations floating out in space where it's like, you know, they're, they're apartments, they're gangs. Um, there's a lot of like kind of un like unused areas of the, the base of, I can't, I don't know what, what you would call it, but it's not really a ship. It's almost kind of like a halo ring in a way where it's kind of a big round rotating, um, systems station maybe. Um, but you wake up there and essentially like you start trying to like build your life there. You start trying to become a right. citizen of this station. Um, and the big, you know, the big story quote unquote of it is basically like you're pretty much right from the beginning. You're aware that, okay, you are, you're being tracked. They know where you are. They're going to send like bounty hunters after you. They're going to come reclaim their property. Right. right. Um, so you're kind of like establishing yourself in the society to kind of figure out like, okay, how are you going to survive? How are you going to make it forward? Um, and it has a lot of like, it is a very survival ish kind of game because you are like, you know, day, day in, day out, like you're losing you're becoming hungry. If you don't eat, you are because of the nature of like your existence. If you don't have anti rejection drugs, your body like deteriorates. And so you're having to like, Mm. um, do these kind of things. And so the game very much, well, but the game itself plays kind of like a much more pared down disco Elysium or something where it's very text heavy. It's very like 
story RPG driven, choice driven, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I say pared down because like where Disco Elysium, you know, you're running around as this detective and you're going place to place and you're kind of like, you know, going to into all these buildings and kind of like investigating yourself. This is very linear in that it's very like pulled back. You're basically like clicking on icons that are representative of like, okay, here's the, here's that bar and here's this like fabrication departments and here's this like shipyard and you're clicking on that and you're going in and create and completing tasks at the, you know, you, at the beginning of the day, you roll these dice and you get like a one through a six. And that essentially kind of like tells you how effectively you can do these tasks. And obviously with a one being not good, six being good. And a lot of it does come down to chance where it's like, okay, if um, all of these tasks have like a positive outcome, a neutral outcome and a negative outcome, and some are better than others. And you're going in and you're making these choices where it's like, okay, like I rolled a one and a three and a three and a six. Um, Should I like use that six to like make some good progress at the shipyard or should I use it over at the casino to make some money because I need that money to buy my drug that's going to keep my body right. okay? Yeah. And also I need food. So should I be like trying to prioritize like getting some more money or trying to like push forward over here? And so it's like this push and pull where it does feel very much like you're making, you're consciously making these choices of like trying to figure out where to allocate your points during your day um but the i think for me like the big star of it essentially is the mini stories because as you're going through it you're interacting with these other like citizens of this station you know you're interacting with this uh kind of like refugee bar owner um, and she's trying to like kind of better legitimize herself and kind of build up like, you know, be more than a bar, have like a kitchen, do all this kind of stuff. You're running into like this um, old AI that's now trapped inside a vending machine and wants you to help him like destroy this rogue AI that's out hunting him essentially. Like okay. just all of these kind of like mini stories that you're kind of unlocking along the way and all of them like, for one, they play into being able to help you accomplish your main goal, like your evading detection and being able to get away from ba- the bounty hunters and stuff. Like you can't do those things without the help of others, without some of these other stories kind of completing. Um, but also too, I mean, they're just like, they're legitimately just good stories yeah. um, to the point where it was like, they're, So I think there's something like nine different endings that you can technically get. And my credits, when I finished credits had rolled for me three times across the game. Um, Because some of them were like endings, quote unquote, where they were like complete, but they weren't endings in the sense that like I was, there was more stuff I could do. Like there was, there was more stuff going on Um, where whenever I ended, I was like done. Like I, had gotcha. okay. I had like left the station. I was out of there. Like I was, okay. I was gone. Um, and the ending that I ended up getting that finished the game, like at the start of it, 
I started that little side story and was completely uninterested in the characters. I was like, eh, I don't really care about this, their whole thing, whatever. Ended up like following through in the entire like part of it was like the atmosphere and the music and like, um, but like the writing and the story that ended up being my ending for the game. I mean, legitimately almost felt like it was going to make me emotional. Like it was, it was very just effective and was very like personal and very human. And I don't know. I mean, like that is what the, the game really feels about is like, I think it on the surface kind of like lines itself up is being like this anti-capitalist kind of thing because all of these citizens are having some sort of negative experience with some sort of mega corporation where they're being screwed out of this or they're being monitored by this or they're being hunted by this or they're paying off a debt to these guys. But by and large, like it's, that's just kind of like the framing for some of these things. And the real story are these like really human stories that are being told. Um, and it's also kind of like kind of reflecting your own experience of like you are a character who is not actually human and was never technically human. So how do you like make a life for yourself basically feigning being human at this point? Yeah. Um, and so it's a lot of that kind of stuff. Like it is very, you know, I would I would caution anybody going into it. Like if you're not into like because i mean the gameplay is relatively sparse like it is very just kind of like you know you wake up on a day roll these dice allocate these dice move forward a story eat go back to sleep do it again like it's it's a lot of like there isn't it's not like you're exploring you're not really going through all these things but it's very story driven very narrative um So if that like turns you off, if you're sitting there and you're like, well, I would love like a cyberpunk game that like is really action focused, then go, I would say go play like cyberpunk 2077 or ghost Um, runner. But if you're like, if you're or ghost runner or some, something like that, but if you're really into the like ideology and the, like the narrative of that kind of stuff, um, of like the consciousness and what it means to be human and just this kind of like all these kind of things, then absolutely you can get into it. Um, I think it's super neat. And at this point, legitimately, like I haven't like, I haven't tried to really give a ton of thought to like, what are my favorite games of the year so far? But I would say like this probably at this point is like firmly my number three like at this would be at this point. Yeah. Um, it's really good. And I liked it a whole lot. And it's, I mean, it's short ish. I think I, um, I think you can beat it in like five to like seven hours, maybe. That's not bad. Um, so it's no, it's, it's pretty, and it moved. I mean, I legitimately was, was like, okay, I want to play more. I want to, I want to go more. I want to see what happens next. I want to, um, because I was just really invested in the writings really good and, um, really made me like, I was like, geez, I really, I really should be writing more. (laughs) Cause this is like, this is really good. This is really inspiring from a writing perspective. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Very good game. Well, nice. Yeah. I mean, I've heard 
lots and lots about it. And I was sold on it before this, but you have further sold me on getting the game. I didn't realize it was that short. I'd heard it. Some of you were like, oh, yeah, I put like 12 hours into it. Um, but I, my guess is at that point, they've probably done like a couple of endings and different playthroughs. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it sounds and I, right up my alley. I'm, I yeah, want to get it and play it. Yeah. The, I, and that's the thing is like, I think there is, there's plenty of incentive to go back and play a couple of different times because there are like, like I said, there are a couple of endings, quote unquote, things that will roll credits that can all kind of like happen together. They aren't exclusive, but there are specific ones where it's like, I mean, what quote unquote ended my game could have happened a number of different ways. Um, so for me to technically like see a different end end, I would have to like go back through and play it and see different right. options and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, there are plenty of like, there's, there are plenty of ways that you can kind of go about that. Plus, I mean, there's stuff in the middle that's like, you know, whenever you're trying to actively like evade, you know, these figures that are trying to track you down, whatever, like there are different ways of going about it. There are yeah. different routes of trying to go through some of those things. So it, it very much does. Like I imagine if I picked it up and played through it again, like in a month or two, it would, it could be a very different experience. Um, which is, I mean, exciting. It's a yeah. really good game. I liked it a lot. Well, nice. Uh, I'm excited to play it, and I'm excited to talk about it with you once I play it. Um, yeah. I, I will be picking it up soon, I think. Um, Sweet. I have the itch for it. We'll see, though. Yeah. Sweet. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about before we talk about Triangle Strategy, or you yeah. want to give an Elden Ring update? Yeah, uh, so I have uh, a couple couple of few things um been so elden ring update i'm currently finding general radon um for, and so uh, we talked about a little bit before the show but uh, kind of working on my strategy of how to bring him down because i am a little under leveled i think for the fight and so it's more just uh keeping the npcs or what i the people i can call to help me alive without yeah. spoiling yeah. too much um and so but yeah it's very fun it's very much digging it i've also been playing kirby in the forgotten lands oh, yeah, um yeah. i'm on to the third area now of that um okay. very, very much still digging it very um i mean i think this is kind of how we talked about it or you talked about it uh when you were first playing it but it is a phenomenal game to just kind of be like well if i just got my ass kicked for the upteenth time how do i go and just like <laughs> lay waste to the forgotten lands and that's just kind of yeah. what you do in kirby and it, yeah. it's nice it's nice little cute music cute enemies and you are just a menace and i love it not to uh i mean it's i guess it's not really a spoiler per se but have you upgraded any skills yet any or any of the copy abilities? Yeah, I upgraded the uh, flame ones, like the meteor thing, okay. and oof, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah, that it is a, it's a big step, big yeah. step. So it it very much like by the end of the game. I mean, granted, like some of the end game stuff is kind of challenging, but yeah, definitely if you want to have that like power fantasy of I'm like a megaton beast, like the copy abilities by the end of the game will let you just wreak absolute havoc. I, I, I believe that. <laughs> some of the enemies. Like at this point, some of them I'm like, I'm a god. 
like to you mortals, yeah. like <laughs> bow beneath the might of my lava. And, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. And then um, me and well, I picked up a uh, Nintendo Switch Sports also this oh, past yeah. week. You told me about and, this, uh, and mm-hmm. you texted me, and I never, I never heard how that went. No, it, it, it you, went really. Did well. you end up getting to play it? Yeah, me and my wife, we played it uh, one evening for about an hour and a half, uh, hour 45. We played all the sports, did all of it. Um, and yeah, it's good. I mean, it comes close to recapturing the magic of Wii Sports. I think Wii Sports okay. is this, what, what is the word, like core memory almost that everyone has? Like, because everyone and their mother who is above the age of 12 has played Wii Sports. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no other way around it. You you have, um, if you haven't, what rock have you lived under? Um, (laughs) yeah, it's like I said, it comes close to recapturing the magic. Um, some of the sports I would say are pretty, well, it's not some, um, there's six sports in the game. You have, um, volleyball, soccer, badminton, Tennis, Shambara, aka sword fighting, and um, oh, what am I forgetting? Bowling, bowling, uh, um, the the bowling, yeah, bowling. And I would say soccer is just sucks. Soccer okay. is basically Rocket League with no car and no fun flips, Go. and you're just running around Go. for <laughs> forever. It it sucks. Um, there's no other way around it. Um, and then I'd say volleyball, no, not volleyball. Tennis is probably the second bottom one, mainly because it has to be two on two. You can't play one on one. Um, but outside of that, the other four volleyball is probably coming in at four, uh, but it's still very fun. But badminton, bowling, and shambara are tons and tons of fun. Uh, we okay. had a lot of fun, uh, badminton rules. It is wow. like S tier above and away the best sport. Um, some people wow. might put, might put bowling up there and bowling's still a lot of fun. Um, a little bit uh, trickier this time around than, um, we sports bowling. Um, it's a little, it, how you bowl it is just different. Um, I've, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. It, it can get a little frustrating, but yeah, badminton absolutely rules. Shambara is a lot of fun. Uh, my wife really enjoyed Shimbara. She won a couple of rounds of it too. Okay. Uh, not yes. being like, oh, she won, but she doesn't play video games like <laughs> at all. Yeah. This is, yeah. And um, she, she did uh, very, very well. So much yeah. so that I'm like, okay, let's, you know, you crack your knuckles. Like, all right, I gotta, yeah. you know, I can't, I can't take this one lying down. Uh, yeah. She still beat me. Uh, it was great. Well, fun. I mean, to just derail it for a second. I mean, like that was the, um, Maybe, maybe that's just her, her game. I mean, my wife maybe does it not play, play games very often, but like she is a Mario Kart savant. And part of it was because like we put, I mean, f- hundreds of hours into Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. Yeah. Like when we were dating, would bring my Wii U over and we would like pop open a bottle of wine and we would just be like, okay, we're going to do like random races for... 48 of them for an hour. Let's go. Let's get it. And, and at the start, I mean, it was a legitimate thing where it was like, okay, I'm 
Like I'm messing with her. Like I'm trailing behind her and I'll throw something in front of her right as she's about to cross the finish line, takes her out or like I'll speed it. Like I'll boost and I'll hold something behind me and just like skid right next to her. She's about to hit the finish line and just take her out. Nowadays though, like we, we haven't played a ton just because I mean, Mario Kart eight at this point is like 10 years old. Um, but I mean, she is legitimate. Like if I don't, if I don't put on my my game face, like if I, if I'm not like going, you know, my my go-to character, my go-to like driving combination, she will wreck me hardcore. Yeah. Like <laughs> she will take me out. And uh maybe that's just maybe that's just your wife's uh your game. Maybe, maybe I mean, Shimbara is her is her Mario Kart. The the blocking thing, I, I couldn't quite, I mean, it makes sense, but I couldn't like get my reaction to it to like work. I'm like, yeah, rain. I'm like, oh, I need to go this way, but it just, I couldn't do it. But for her, I think it clicked. And, um, yeah, no, it's again, it's a lot of fun. I am a bit disappointed that there's only six sports, um, especially considering, I mean, Wii Sports had five, but there was Wii Sports Resort, which is also a goated game. Um, yeah which that game had 12 um, sports. So altogether, I guess technically there's 17 that they had and they only had six. No golf is coming later this year as like a free update. Yeah. Um, golf is supposed to come at some point. I think fall 2022 is what yeah, it says. This fall is what they're saying. But yeah. I'm like, even then that puts us at seven. And I mean this, they have online play for it, which is awesome. I haven't tried it yet, but I imagine like yeah. something like Shambara or badminton, like mm-hmm. online play is probably like very competitive. Yeah. Um, probably bowling as well. I would say the others, I think there's a lot of room for improvement there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, it's disappointing that there's only six sports. Um, it's like this top down view. It's not like the Island before where you, or like in resort where you can be like in a plane and fly around and see the Island, stuff like that. Yeah. It's just, it feels, and I think this is something not, this is something Nintendo is kind of notorious for. In my opinion, it's a little half-assed kind of one of those things of, of like, Hey, we know you want this. We really don't want to give it to you. So we're going to wait years and we finally give it to you. And it's almost a half-baked product, which is a very good product as it yeah. is. But it's just like, there's so much more that you could have put into this. And I'm just kind of asking myself why you didn't for the sake of you just don't feel like it. And that's kind of yeah. what I'm getting. And I, I think it's, I mean, I think it's difficult to know like exactly what their thinking is. My, I mean, my thing is with the entire switch in general, I don't even know if it's like half-assed so much as it is like, like competent decisions of like streamlining these experiences because even yeah. looking at like, cause I mean, even from the beginning, the switch like UI and everything was criticized for being like too minimal too like not enough personality, not enough. Like, I mean, even at this point, I mean, there's a, there's a whole part in the settings all about like okay themes like yeah customize themes and it's like okay you got black and white that's what you that's get it. Yep. Um, dark mode and light mode like that five years later still hasn't changed um and people are like what about on like the i mean back on the weed the 3ds i mean like the music on the like all of this stuff there yeah. was just personality kind of bursting out of these things and whenever you look at these games like okay mario tennis aces or mario golf or you look at like 
Nintendo Switch Sports or you look at or arms or, you know, something where it's yeah. like there's there is the Nintendo like characteristic personality there, but it feels like it was streamlined and pared down to a point where it's almost like it feels almost like a sterilized version of like, like a Nintendo of product. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it is a um, it's an interesting thing because like, yeah, I mean, it's like that's been a lot of the criticism from people is like there's just not a bunch here. You would think that the very least they would just pull everything that they had in the yeah. past over and just make that the new thing. Um, so I don't, I mean, the fact that they went through all of that, like, I don't know there's so much that it's half-assed so much as it is like some sort of like some sort of decision in their head where it's like, this is the direction that we want to be going, um, which I think is carried through on the switch. And I hope, I mean, as much as like, even still, I mean, the switch is snappy and clean and a pleasure to like navigate and yeah, use it's a great console, a phenomenal yeah. console. But I do miss, I mean, I hope whether it's the switch to, or like whatever their next thing is, I do hope that they bring back that personality where it yeah. is like where they do kind of dig into that and they do make some of those like big goofy decisions and stuff. And they're not so like, they're not consciously just trying to pare the experience down and make it this sleek thing. Cause that's very, that I appreciate it. I appreciate the sentiment, but it is very like anti Nintendo in a way. Sometimes yeah. it feels like, and I mean, even with the, I'm, I'm harping on it a little bit more just because like I, we've seen what it is. We've seen how good it is. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's very fair to criticize it, even though this is a very good product that they have put out of what is there but we know it could be more, but looking at something like bowling. So in Wii bowling, you know, when like you let go of it too early on the backswing, the ball would go backwards and you see the Mies like jump in the air and their heads would spin. And it's just like, Oh, ha ha. Like you messed up. Like there's some personality there. It's fun here. It just shows you a screen of, you need to hold on to the thing and like just bowl it. And and it's just like this text. And I'm just like, okay. And I feel like there's so much less. I'm trying to think of when like, uh, you were playing tennis before and the ball would go out and you'd hear a ah from the crowd, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, everyone there really, there is still there, but it's not quite to like the exaggeration that it was before. It's just kind of like a, ah, yeah. yeah. And the music's still good, but it, yeah, it just feels kind of like an imitation. Um, and so I am, while I enjoy it and I think it's very good. I am disappointed at the same time. Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, I would love for them to, here's going to be my big problem. This is always my problem, but if they golf is going to come and if they're like, Oh, we're actually releasing five more sports. We're going to add to the game as a DLC for an extra $20. I'm just like, I mean, go ahead and just like, I mean, you're flipping me off already. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like some, like if they continue bringing on sports, it needs to be free. Because again, I, like, yeah. okay, $50, six sports. One of them is basically unplayable in a group setting um, because mm-hmm. this is a group setting game. I am not right. going to sit down and play Nintendo Switch sports by myself. Yeah. 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 I mean, who knows? <laughs> I might, but like, yeah. we're looking at like a 2% chance. Yeah. And so, yeah. soccer, you have to have two 
Joy-Cons for one person. You have to. And so soccer is immediately gone from a party game right away. Yeah. Um, which blows. And so in a party setting, you only have five sports to work with. Shambara is one-on-one, which is still great fun, you know, but again, you're set one-on-one. One of the settings requires two controllers, like two. And so if you want to do the, both people to have two swords, you need a whole nother set of joy cons for that. And so you're almost down to like two sports are not unplayable, but one is now more difficult to play. Um, if one person even wants to play with two joy cons. And so you, you now have four sports that are still very good, but you've taken away, you know, a fourth of which of what you can play, or I guess, uh, what is it? Yeah. A third of what you can play in a group setting out the gate, just by how you've set up your controls for the game. So right. yeah, sorry, just disappointing. I think it's very fair to criticize it because we've seen what it is. We know what it is. And um, I'm hoping for them to continue releasing like free sports to the game down the line. Still very fun. Very, very fun. Um, if you do have people that come over a lot for like party games and stuff like that, I do recommend getting it um, just because it can be a very fun time. Just know what you are getting when you buy it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, I mean, I think it's reasonable assumption that everything for it will be free unless they do some sort of like big resort style push. Um, just because I mean, like it, at least a lot of the stuff on switch, I mean, Nintendo in general is, I feel like decently good, if not like kind of like unpredictable in some cases at like adding things, DLCs and stuff for free. Um, but like, you know, with the Mario sports games that have come out, new characters, things like that mm-hmm. have all been free. Um, Splatoon is regularly free. Um, Mario Kart's new stuff was not, but granted it's double, it's doubling the size of the tracks. So, I mean, that's like a lot of stuff on top of that. Um, and same thing with Smash, like Smash would have some free stuff, but like they would also have a bunch of big stuff. I mean, over yeah. time they're adding like 20 something fighters, you know? Yeah. Um, so like it's, it's hard to tell. I, I imagine if it's small stuff, like just a game here and there, it'll be free. If they do that kind of thing, like you said, where it's like, here are 12 new games. It's now like come to this Island, the resort Island, whatever, like that'll be, that'll be like 25 bucks. Guaranteed. Yeah, it, yeah, 100%. it has to be. <laughs> but yeah, it will be. Um, yeah, yeah. I want to um, definitely. If I'm in the, um, I go through different points in my life where it's like there a lot. There's a lot of like gaming time with other people, whether it's like games or like board games or whatever. Yeah, and then times where there's not, and like COVID definitely has kind of like put the hindrance on that. But yeah, I mean, if I if I end up moving into that period again, where it's like you know playing games regularly with like some people just on an occasion. Like, yeah, I would, I would definitely consider picking up Nintendo switch sports. Even, even if it is just for that one or two games, even if it is just like, okay, we're going to, we're going to play some badminton. We're going to go hard. We're going to do some Shimbara. We're going to like, yeah, whatever. No. And hopefully by that point they have like 20 something games in there. And it's just this, <sighs> I would like I would love it. Robust love it so experience. It'd be, I mean, there, there is the, the capability, I don't want to say there's like, oh, the, the demand for it. But again, 
everyone and their mother and father and grandparents played Wii Sports. Yeah. Everyone. Uh, Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of people played Wii Sports Resort. And the like people are going to play Switch Sports. They're just going to. And so the more you can add to that, I think this is one of those things where... Nintendo might not make the most money off of it, but it's one of those things where they can bring a lot of utility um, to like the gaming yep. sphere. Because again, this is a party game. People are going to play this when they're all hanging out. It's like, let's just toss on like Switch Sports and we'll play. And it kind of goes from there. And I think the more you can offer that, the more people are excited about it. People love the Nintendo sports thing. It's not always a, the yep. highest demand, yep. but it's generally a big joy. And I would like to see them push to make it better but we'll see yeah yeah we'll see. yeah well Corey, i appreciate your very thorough um review and thoughts on nintendo switch sports i think it's You're welcome. informed You're welcome. me and our listeners on a better i do purchasing I decision and uh yes, yeah yes. it was very nice um but Corey, do you want to talk about triangle strategy a game that you have now finished up and put behind you never to be seen again I mean, that's a very accurate statement. I mean, <laughs> you've hit the, the head on the nail there. <laughs> um, After the break, yes. we're going to have a spoilery discussion, everybody, about Triangle Strategy. Um, again, if you um, don't care about uh, spoilers or you've played the game, stick around. If you do, if you're still playing through it, if you want to, I mean, we're, who knows what we're, we are going to talk about, but just to like, Keep yourself spoiler-free back out. But yeah, after the break, we will talk about it uh, some or a lot. Who knows? And uh, yeah, we'll be right back after this. Alrighty, we're back. Um, Yeah, Triangle Strategy. Corey, you finished it. I finished it. I have finished it. And... um I mean, you might have done uh, the way you stated it before the break, uh, never to come back to it again. I won't ever come back to it again, Uh, (laughs) but that is not to say I did not enjoy it. Um, it is just too long. I mean, I well, technically I guess I could, um, I'll get to that in a bit, but, um, overall, overall before I mean, before you dig in, like give it a, give it a score. Seven one out to 10. ten, seven out of ten. Okay, seven out. Of Just 10. to kind of like gauge where you are. No, yeah, no. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, I thought it could have been a, a lot better in some spots. I think it had the potential to be a lot better in spots because it was. It is a game full of a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's just a very very good way to describe it. Um, so the, those weren't really thoughts. Were your early thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, that was very much where I was um, whenever I played it. Obviously, I'm a little further removed from it, um, having played through it about a month ago-ish. But that was very much kind of like where I landed. I think there are a lot of like really good things about it. And there are like some of the things that are not great about it are like pretty not great about it. Um, I would potentially at some point like to go back and play it now like 
if it takes me a couple of years and in that time we see a new fire emblem and we see like all these other things that it just like kind of potentially put some of it to shame. Yeah. Um, I may not have a whole lot of like incentive to do it, but um, for some of the, like for some of the reasons like trying out um, there were a number of uh, party members that I didn't get. Um, There were like some of the paths that I would like to try. Like I think that there is incentive to, go back and play more just is kind of like do you do you want to sit through the like obscene amount of just like cutscenes and bad dialogue <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like are you able to do that if so or i mean like you can skip through all of that but like if you're willing to do that and just go for the battles then i think that there's like a lot of value in that um yeah. but but yeah i mean i i would land about there like it's very i think it's very good but you know i think the combat's very good i think some of the choices are legitimately like difficult to make yeah um but some of them are also like why would you ever make that decision yeah well and i mean let's let's talk about that for a second like i think so i think one of the like bigger or some of like the more the bigger interesting decisions are the things where it's like, um, you know, there's one to do with like Roland kind of in the middle where you're like trying to, do you give him up or do you like stand by him? Do you do in like, there's, I mean, there's reason to sit there and be like, Oh, why would I ever give up Roland? But like, they're, they're strategic things. People kind of like have these reasons for why that could be a good idea to kind of make that, um, kind of move. And then like, you know, later there's, there's some of like the three pronged choices where it's like, Oh, do you want to go? Like, do you want to go to the crown city or do you want to go to the, you know, like their bandits attacking the Roselle village? Do you want to go right. there instead? Like there's stuff like that that are like legitimately good choices. Um, but I think the, like the end is like a pretty bad set of choices <laughs> where it very yeah, much they is all like, suck. It's hard in the, it was hard for me in the sense that I knew that I was going to be pissing off somebody in my party. Yeah. But when I broke it down and I was like, consciously, like, what is the decision that I have to make here? Like as a thinking human person, like there was only one that I could make. And that was like, that was Benedict's ending because I mean, it came down to, that's the ending. Do you, yeah. Do you side with, because at the end it's, it's very much like, okay, you have a couple of options. You can play, you can go with Roland and you can side with the high Zanti empire. Um, Which is who built have on like a throne ins- of lies. It, it built on a throne of lies. Like their entire, I mean, at this point, like, you know, their like whole religion is very, is fabricated. they, they enslave an entire race of people, your wife being of that group of people. And Mm -hmm. so you, I mean, you're pretty well aware. Okay. If you do that, you're like, you're, you're just kind of like writing off all of these other things. You're like, okay, we're going to survive, but we're going to ignore the slavery. We're going to ignore like all of the other, um, kind of a piece of shit. Like that's the best way I can describe. It's just like you, if making that decision is just like, uh, it's like, why is that in the game? Like, who's going to be like, yeah, yeah you know what? We're going to, we're going to support this false goddess, even though she's not real. 
Um, we're going to uh, support this religion and we're going to leave these people enslaved. And yeah, yeah. Woo. That this is, this is the ending. Yes. Yeah. And then Frederica's ending was very much just like, you're going to abandon everybody else. Like including yeah, you, the people in your like city. It's like, yeah. okay, like, you know, you're my people. Every time I'm here, we come in and we check up on you guys and you're this, like, you know, you own this little store and you do this thing. And it's like, you know, your dad built up this whole like domain and you're just going to be like, ah, peace out. I'm going to run off with these other people and we're just going to abandon ship and just <laughs> let everything burn. And, and it's like, yeah, I mean, stuff like that. Like there are, I think there are legitimate decisions in the game that like are difficult to make from the sense where it's like, Oh, this could go either direction and really be interesting. And I think there are some where it's just like, they're just bad. They're not good. They're just like, they're either obviously there's one really wrong choice or they're multiple wrong choices or like none of them are interesting at all. And I think that that's kind of the, I think that's kind of the uneven nature at times with triangle strategy where it is very much like when it comes to the combat, like in general, I think the combat is solid. Like it's very, because it, yeah, because it's interesting. I think, like I think it encourages a lot of um, like experimentation mm-hmm. and trying out a lot of different things. Like, you know, we mentioned it whenever we first talked about triangle strategy, but like there's a character who pretty much his whole thing is like, he builds ladders. He's like, that's his whole thing. It sounds right. I mean, it sounds like the stupidest thing in the world until you start getting to things where it's like, damn, I wish I could get my archer up on this ledge. If only I had a ladder, that would be nice. I'm telling like, you right now that I brought him into so many fights. I can't remember his name. I'm like, ladder man, you're up. Build build a ladder and put an archer up there. Okay, now you're running over to the side. Build a ladder. Yeah. My archer's going up there, and it's just like I reign death now. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, shout out to ladder man. He, yeah. But it's – he was – he was – um you know, and some of them were less. Yeah. Um, some of the, it, it wasn't like full on across the board. All of these weird characters were like super great, but it was by and I large, mean, like plenty sucked. It, right. But it, it felt more interesting than just, okay, well you're putting out like your strongest mage and you're putting out like your strongest sword guy and you're putting out this, like all of the normal kind of stuff. Like there's some of that, but you're also like trying to mix in some actual strategy of trying to get these different characters to, to work together. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was the story stuff that did me in so many times and also just kind of like the implementation of some of those things. Like I kind of forgot about it, but like in the middle there, there's the whole kind of segment where you're trying to, I guess, depending on where you go, but you know, there's the, there's the, I can't remember what they're called. Great one, whatever they're like, estate officials are in the Hyzanti like oh, the Saintly empire. Seven. The Saintly Seven, yeah. They're those guys. There's the one who's like smuggling salt. Yeah. And you can try and accuse him. And in yep. the thing, like the way it's presented is like, okay, if you go around, you'll collect information and you will like you will get it. Like you if you basically because I mean like I think there's common assumption in gamers where it's like, okay, if you check off all these boxes, you'll get all of the information that you need. Um, and I went into it 
and failed miserably. It was like, yep. do you have the stuff to like accuse him? And I was like, no, I don't. And they were like, okay, well, we're going to kill you then. And I was like, wait a second. Like this, there were other things that I could do to actually find it. Like, I think that there was a lot of that too, where there were a yep. lot of instances where it was like, go explore, go find these things. And then they had the intention of like, okay, you're supposed to go talk to this guy, then go talk to this guy, then this guy, and you'll find this thing and do this thing. And it was like, that's not clear. There's no No, indication that like any of this story stuff should be unfolding in this way that you should be this active detective, but it wanted you to be. And I feel like that stuff really did fall short. A lot of the ex, a lot of the exploration stuff fell short. And I feel like had it been a much more like condensed, let's get more fights in this. Like let's really beef this out more, like tell the story kind of in the background have some of these choices, but really kind of like beef out more of the fighting side of things. I think Mm. it could have been a lot stronger, but by and large, it was that like, it was that kind of stuff that I was like, what the, what, what am I doing? Like, where did I miss here (laughs) that I like that I was supposed to know about and didn't apparently because I'm an idiot. No, I mean, I, I agree with that, especially, I mean, jumping onto the exploration part, and I know exactly what you're talking about because I did find the evidence because I looked it up because it never in the game does it teach you or give you the structure of you. OK, I talked to this guy. I talked to this guy. I talked to this guy again, convince him to leave the spot he's standing on by talking to yep. this person to move them. So then I can then find the item. It, there's never that teaching in the game. There's nothing that ever yep. alludes to like that type of detective work. The, the only thing it shows you early on is you walk around the area, you find some stuff and you generally find whatever you're looking for kind of off in the corner somewhere or some, or you'll talk to someone and they'll offer you some hints on where it might be. And that's just kind of the gist of the detective work it's never this deep ingrained like trying to think how like house of cards like maneuvering people around and i think yeah. and i think specifically along with that and the pacing of every chapter is broken up with very long cutscene some exploration yep. cutscene again then fight then another cutscene it just it dragged its feet a lot um yeah. And I think that's kind of where it starts, where it lost me. But there'd be many times where I'd play it for like three, four days and then set it down just because I was like, I'm done with all of this damn dialogue. I can't yeah. take it. And I would set it down for like a week and then come back to it. And it was just such an ebb and flow of a game. Yeah. And it's a it's an ironic thing to say like wanting less reading and stuff after like the first half of this, me praising playing a game like citizen sleeper or talking about disco Elysium, like these games where that's the primary thing, but it's like, but yeah, I mean, it it did not feel like I was being rewarded in these major ways to like sit through some of these cutscenes. Like, yeah, I wanted to read the dialogue. I wanted to do these things. I wanted to do whatever, because like, I think some of the, story was interesting and i think some of the like tales were interesting but the voice acting was terrible and some of the choices Horrendous. were bad and like some yes. of it and so it was like it didn't feel like it was something that i was like really able to fully invest in because there were so many things pulling me out of it um so and i mean that's the and i mean i think it's 
I think it's a little unfair to just like blanketly compare, but like Final Fantasy Tactics, whenever I played that as a kid, when I've played it multiple times since, like that's the thing. It was, there was not like, there were plenty of these, like it is probably one of the more like deep Shakespearean stories that I've heard in the video game ever. Like it still is very convoluted and very twisty and all this kind of stuff, but it's very like, it's pared down. It's just like yeah. encounter to encounter. Here's a cutscene. Here's this thing you're going, but you know, like they've really streamlined the experience where it's like, okay, I'm not sitting through all of this stuff just for hours. It's like, I'm getting, I'm getting into it. I'm going into this fight. And even too, like it's, it felt like it was, I don't know. It felt like there was a lot of agency in, in that. And like, I think hopefully again, and I said this whenever we first talked about triangle strategy, I hope there was a triangle strategy too, just in the same way that I hope there's like an Octopath Traveler too. Like I yeah. think even though Octopath Traveler like had some issues that I would like to address, like I think there's, I am glad that those games are being made and that they're still like putting the time and effort into making a game that's very old school feeling like that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. And kind of trying to think it's and so we both did the benedict ending because yep, the other two yep. endings are essentially just like how do you kind of roll with that looking at because i looked at because there's a fourth ending the, you know the golden route yeah and the terms of having to get to that are so was hypocritical almost is the word I can like use to describe it of like, okay, like how it's like played out. It's like, it makes no sense to choose this and then have to choose this, which is the complete opposite to go and get what is quote unquote, the golden route. I'm like, depending on like your play style, you would never make the choices that you have to make to get there. It's almost, you're just yeah. like, you're almost just going against your word every time. And it, and it feels so just backwards of how you would get such a route. And I found that looking at that, I'm like, so if I wanted to do that and see this ending, I, I would have to go and play the whole game over again. Cause I did save before the big decision between Roland and Frederica and Benedict. And so I yep. have a save yep. where I could go and just pick any of them and see that ending. Um, so I might do that one day, probably not. But I would like to see the Golden Root ending, but I don't want to put another 50 hours into this game that, one, takes itself too seriously in its dialogue, but also holds my hand too much as it tries to spell out everything and then kind of pulls itself behind the curtain at times as well. Again, all this is just say the story has a lot of room. I do. I kind of like the ideas of the story. But the combat is did where it is where it shined. And I but to go against that, I think sometimes the combat was a little too simple, a little too just do damage, you know? Yeah. As best yeah. we describe it. There be there's plenty of combats where I'm just like, this is kind of boring. But then there's like the mind, the mine uh combat where you're in um the the Norzelia mines and you're using the carts to get around where mm-hmm. quickly because you have yep. to defuse bombs and then I found that like encounter very very um, intriguing because like okay which characters am I using to like move around the map who are going to have yep. to take some hits 
to defuse this bomb. And then it, I like a combat scenario like that, like this requires like actual thinking ahead of time. And yep. it was very satisfying. But some of the later fights where it's just an open field and it's just do damage. Not fun. Just kind of sucked. I'm like, this yep. is essentially just, you know, a personified like 4v4, like just square, squaring up, you know, and yep. which is, you know, phenomenal game. But you, know, you get what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. 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 I understand. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's um yeah. Like I said, I am so glad it exists. I hope that um I hope that that like whole aesthetic and trend continues where they take like that approach of trying to build up some of the stuff and they keep Same. like iterating Same. and doing new things with it because like I mean, at the at the end of the day, like a new triangle strategy even with some of the opinions I've had about this triangle strategy I would still play another triangle strategy if it came out in a year or two, because like, you know, I love that style of game. I'm going to be all about it. I want to support that style of game. Um, I just hope next time, like they figure some stuff out a little bit about it. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's a game that has, and I felt you said that kind of a lot so far today. It's a game that has so much potential and so much promise Mm -hmm. where I've said this a lot today. And it's a little frustrating to see see them kind of miss the mark on it. Yeah. Um, but a triangle strategy two, triangle strategy two, I would be all into. Just need them to cut back a little on the cutscenes and, yeah, just continue to have very engaging combat encounters and not like very simple ones. Which yep. is just kind of my summary. Yeah, seven out of ten game. I enjoyed it, but kind of became a slog at different points. Yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, that about sum up your thoughts on triangle strategy, sir. I think so. Yeah, maybe stuff yeah. will come up, but like just kind of at the moment. Oh, since we both did the same ending, did you just bum yeah. rush the final boss? I just bum rushed her because she killed like four of my people like the third round. I'm like, oh, and I just just sent everyone after her from there. So I was having. I was having a lot of trouble with her at the start because like she was obliterating my team. Like, yes, I tried a bunch of different approaches where it was like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to like, I'm going to try these different things. I'm going to put this person here. And it was like, I was getting decimated over and over. I looked it up and again, it's one of these things where it doesn't like, it doesn't doesn't give you. you any sort of indication, but like her big, like I'm going to target everybody and just like, insta kill them has to do with like how many of their action points they've built up Mm -hmm. so it was very much like i had a guy in my party who i was like okay i'm gonna bum rusher so i'm going to give i'm gonna be like saving these action points i'm gonna be using him to give extra action points and it was like i was screwing myself because i was like artificially inflating these people to like have all of these moves by the time they got to her and they were just getting wiped out. Yeah. And so, so like then the next time I went through and I was like, I made it a point to not to just use up all of my action points as I went and beat her on that tribe because she couldn't use it. She couldn't use that skill. I was like, could just get through it super easily. And, um, so yeah, I ended up figuring it out and was able to kind of like, really get in there and do a lot of damage but those first couple of tries were rough 
Well, I, I got her first try. But it was mainly because she killed like half of my party immediately, but I had enough closer uh-huh. where I'm just like, I, re- I remember like the win is just her dying. And so I just sent everyone. And uh, luckily by the skin of my teeth beat her because she killed again everyone and all like her people. But uh, Anna, who I think is the actual MVP of the game. Yeah. Um, I just made her invisible, healed myself, got behind her, and took her out in the next turn. And whew, tight, but still, <laughs> still one, still first try. Good deal. Very nice. Well, I'm uh, I'm glad you were able to finish. I'm glad we are, um, you know, able to move, move on. on from the yes. triangle strategy portion of our of our lives. But uh, Corey, yeah. Um, I think that's about it for this week, sir. Yeah, that's a pop. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a good one. Um, Corey, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me over uh, on Instagram at uh, hash slinging thrasher, um, or over on Twitter at stay thrashy. But always, always follow us over on Twitter at uh, arcade cozy, uh, arcade yeah. underscore cozy. Sorry. Um, oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, Chris, where can our peeps go and find you? Um, you can find me as always at four point pixel on Instagram at Swiss one Joe on Twitter and, uh, at arcade cozy on Instagram. Um, if you have any emails, any concerns, questions, comments, um, send them to us at arcade cozy at gmail.com. And, um, Oh, also as always, Johnny be good. Johnny be good. Intro music by him. Um, check him out on Instagram. He's putting out new music pretty consistently always has like, cool little reels of yeah. some really lo-fi uh, Moog beats. And I super dig it. Um, check him out. But yeah, Corey um, next week, who knows what I, uh, you know, you'll still be playing Elden Ring, but Chris, he's who knows what he's, I mean, play. it is a wide open. Who knows what he's you. bringing to the table? Wide open, I know green I know. pastures abound. I know. I'm excited about it. It's not intimidating at all. To try and make it. You got this. Yeah, yeah. But hey, until we, then, Corey. We could play It Takes Two together. You know, it was we could the game, t- play, it was the game it, of the year. We could play t- It Takes Two. Yeah, that's true. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll decide that. At least, on, at least off the offhand. Maybe not right now, but, you know, who knows? I could, I could get my heart. I could get a beer or two in and just decide one night that it's, it's time, but who knows? Um, you know where to find me. Yeah, Corey. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got you. I got your number. Um, until then, Corey, this week uh, is coming up. And how how else do I? You got it. <laughs> this I this believe has been Arcade you. Cozy. This has been Arcade Cozy. Life is hectic. Why should our hobbies be? There it too? is. There it is. Let's go. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.